0: Due to the sensitive nature of this topic, Professor Jeffrey Claussen has requested that only excerpts from his talk, Musar at a Time of War, be released to the public. Valley Beit Midrash respects Professor Claussen's wishes, and we are proud to present some highlights from his talk. As always, thank you for your support. Respect. It was a Musar book, a book centered on the development of the virtues called Cheshbon Hanefesh, which might be translated as The Accounting of the Soul. Soul accounting, or to use a translation by the historian Nancy Sinkoff that I think well captures the author's intent, moral accounting. Cheshbon hanefesh, moral accounting. The author of this text was a leader of the Polish Haskalah, the Jewish Enlightenment movement, named Menachem Mendel Leffen. Leffen was a scholar who was deeply concerned about moral education within the Jewish community in Poland. He was also an advisor to Polish princes on questions related to Jews. And he was involved in the education of non-Jewish Polish nobility, serving as a tutor to a young prince and future foreign minister of Russia, Adam Jerzy Sartoryski. Though his book came to be regarded as a classic in traditionalist circles, such that I first found it in a strictly Orthodox Jerusalem bookstore, Leffen was not an entirely traditionalist figure. His book drew in part on earlier Jewish moral literature but it also borrowed a practical program that had been devised by the young Benjamin Franklin, described in Franklin's autobiography. The practice of moral accounting that Leffen advocated involved focusing on a series of virtues, one virtue each week. A week on equanimity, a week on humility, a week on justice, a week on on honesty, and so on through a series of virtues. Each day would include meditating on a key phrase tailored to the moral situation of the practitioner, taking stock on a ledger each night of how a particular virtue was reflected or not reflected in one's daily activities and, crucially, seeking feedback through conversation with other individuals about one's struggle with the virtue and the process and results of this moral accounting. Benjamin Franklin had envisioned a program like this as being the foundation for an international political party, what Franklin called a united party of virtue, admission to which would depend upon engaging in this sort of rigorous self-examination. As Nancy Sinkoff has argued, Leffen was less focused on international political party building. Rather, his focus was on responding to the rise of the Hasidic movement in Poland. Leffen saw Hasidism, as a movement that encouraged impulsive enthusiastic judgments, a lack of thoughtful self-criticism, an unjustified sense of Jewish superiority and righteousness, and excessive pride in its charismatic leaders' claims to access insights hidden from human reason. And he wanted to write a book for young Polish Jews that would teach them to be suspicious of enthusiasm to commit to self-criticism, and to focus on virtues such as humility and justice. A sense of humility that would include openness to the criticism of outsiders, and a sense of justice that would include a respect for the dignity of all human beings. I think that Leffen's model of Musar offers a generally good model of Jewish spiritual practice, a good model of the practice of Musar. It helped to shape the 19th century Musar movement to make a focus on character traits front and central for many Jews. And it has helped to shape the 21st century revival of an interest in the Musar tradition. It is a model that can help to guide the development of moral character in ways relevant to all walks of life, all areas of life. But I want to suggest this evening that this kind of Musar is especially relevant for shaping how we make judgments about war. That working with others on a deep spiritual level to critically assess how our character traits affect our judgments about war is important work. Those involved in moral decision-making about war need to be trained in the virtues. And the Jewish tradition has a rich set of resources within our Musar tradition for making that spiritual training possible. And because human decisions to wage war or to support waging war are often swayed by precisely the sorts of enthusiasm, pride, and narrow ideas of justice that Leffen warned against, I would especially recommend Leffen's writings as part of that training. A training which is perhaps above all essential for civilian and military policymakers who make decisions about war, but which is also essential for citizens who contribute to decisions about war and peace. In regards to war, of course, this kind of Musar would be especially important for those who have the greatest power in making decisions regarding war and peace. I'm aware that that is a fantasy. But what is not a fantasy is the possibility that Jewish educational institutions at all levels could help us engage in Musar along the lines that I have suggested. Not only to study sacred texts, but to study ourselves. Not only to get to know how political leaders have thought about justice, but to deepen self-awareness about our own moral formation. Not only to engage in intellectual discussions, but to engage in deep spiritual work. And not only to study Jewish history, but to study the history of other peoples who are very much unlike us, and especially anyone who might be considered an enemy. Not only to see our individual virtues, but to see our individual weaknesses and fears and traumas that shape our views, not only to see the virtues of the groups to which we belong, but to see their weaknesses and fears and traumas and to open ourselves up to spiritual work across lines of difference and to work towards doing better and better in becoming humble and just people who might help to build a world with less war and more peace.